Welcome to episode 12 of the Phillies Focus podcast. On today's episode, I will be looking at the dominant starting pitching over the last six wins, touching base on some key members of the bullpen, looking at June Schwarber so far, as well as some possible replacements coming up from AAA, and another iteration of future Phillies Focus, as well as looking ahead to this week's slate of games. So without further ado, let's get this started. Interestingly, Pete Rose used to use a, uh, a bat that was manufactured in, J- in Japan, the Mizuno bat, when I was bat boying for the Phillies, and it was oh, really? the hardest wood I had ever touched. All right, welcome back to Philly's Focus Podcast. It has been a uh, a good weekend of games since I last checked in on Thursday afternoon. Um, started off with a hell of a game on Thursday night from Zach Wheeler, who took a no hitter into the eighth inning. It was actually every every uh, game against Detroit, uh, Philly's pitcher took a no hitter into at least the fifth starting with Nola, took one into the 7th, then Walker to the 5th, and finally Wheeler into the 8th inning, who was just dominant. Did give give up a hit that inning and ultimately surrendered a run. Um, and the Phillies did surrender a one nothing lead. Um, went down 2-1 to one in the top of the 8th to Nick Maton's um, go-ahead RBI, but they battled back in the ninth. And uh, one on a walker, <coughs> one on a walker, yeah, one on a walk-off. It started off with uh, Harper hit a, crushed a double to right field on the very first pitch of the inning, followed by a Turner walk and then a Real Muto strikeout. So it was first and second with one out down two to one. And uh, Bryson Stott hit a single, um, just a dribbler to very shallow left field that was stopped by Baez to load the bases with one out down one run and Marsh hit a uh, a bullet to left field that was caught um just about at the warning track over the head to uh score the tying run followed by Cody Clemens with a walk off uh crushed a ball to right field so a great comeback win after uh you know, surrendering the one nothing lead, taking the no-hitter into the eighth. Just a really, really gutsy win by the Phillies to battle back and win that one. Um, so that was awesome. And then that followed into Friday's game, which they ended up winning 5-4. to four. Um, We're in control most of the game, really. They Matt Strom did blow a 4-1 to one lead in the seventh, gave up three runs, um, which really uh, was a bummer at the time. But Kyle Schwarber down to their final out in the ninth inning that would have went to extras. Uh, Kyle Schwarber on the third pitch of the at-bat just crushed a ball to right field for a home run, a walk-off home run. So back-to-back walk-offs for the Phillies. Um, Things were looking really good. We got back to one game of 500. And then Saturday came, and um, yeah, Saturday was just a bad game all around. We didn't score any runs. Nola was pitching fairly well, did give up another home run. That's been a a uh, concerning trend for him for a few years now and and definitely this season as well. But um, only had three runs going into the seventh, but gave up three more. Uh, and then Trevor Hoffman, or not Trevor Hoffman, Jeff Hoffman 
gave up uh, three more runs in the inning. So quite a blowout on Saturday. Lost by a score of nine to nothing to the Dodgers, but bounced back on Sunday. Another great game from Taiwan Walker. Or should, yeah, I, I, I don't know if I'd say great. He he did get pulled after five, but did want to go into the six and. Soto ended up giving up a leadoff home run in the sixth inning. Um, but Walker went five innings, only gave up two hits and no runs for the second straight start. Cassianos had another big home run. He has been continuing his very hot stretch, um, which is very encouraging. He's looking like the player that we thought we signed last year. So it was really good all in all. Um, Phillies won seven out of their last eight to improve to 32-33, and 33, one game short of 500 after um, dropping to 25-32 and 32, uh, just, just last week. So really good um, rebound stretch after dropping seven games below 500 to win seven out of eight. So things are heading in the right direction for now. Um, do have a tough four-game series in Arizona starting to later tonight, which I will uh, briefly preview at the end of the episode. Um, so I just wanted to touch base as I've been doing on some injury updates. We have gotten almost everyone back at this point. Boehm did come back on Sunday as well. Um, so we got we got almost our full squad back in touch Uh and I will uh, touch on Derek Hall in a second, but wanted to update y'all on Andrew Painter. He threw a 20-pitch bullpen session on Saturday. So that is very encouraging. Um, First time throwing off a mound uh, in a session like that since, I believe it was March 2nd in the spring training game. Um, Afterwards, had the the forearm tightness that has sidelined him ever since. So, Good progress in terms of Andrew Painter moving forward. Um, They are going to take it very conservative and slow. Rob Thompson did say in regards to the bullpen session that we are, we're ways away, is what he was quoted as saying in terms of um, Andrew Painter's eventual return to live game pitching. Um, But things are heading in the right direction. It does sound like they will do another bullpen session later this week um and then just progress slowly from there so still looking like um i'm hoping right around all-star break maybe post all-star break andrew painter will be uh our fifth starter hopefully going down the stretch which because of his uh potential innings restrictions from the beginning of the year this could end up being best case scenario in terms of um him going down early and us not having a fifth starter but we could get him right when we need him and have him through the remainder of the season, however long it may go. So I will continue to update you all on that moving forward. Um, Derek Hall, who is someone I would like to be seeing, which I'll touch base on that a, more, a little more later as well. Um, he's been playing well since he came back um, for his rehab assignment in the minors. He's, he's played in nine games now. 35 at bats he's batting 314 um does have only one homer but it's probably still settling back in but he he has a 909 ops so he is performing very well down in triple a lehigh valley and i uh i hope to see him back in um for the phillies sometime soon as well so kind of moving on or just kind of transitioning over to 
players that have come back from um, extended absences who are still kind of settling back in. Players like Bryce Harper, Alec Bohm now, who just missed over uh, 10, ga- 10, <clears throat> 10 days. Uh, Ranger Suarez, who has seemed to now had three decent starts in a row. Hopefully that trend continues. And Jose Alvarado, who made it back after over a month um, sidelined. Uh, it's going to take some time, you know. It Players like even Alec Bohm, he looked really rusty on Sunday, and they're going to be pretty conservative, kind of transitioning him back to every day due to his lingering hamstring soreness. Um yeah, it's the Phillies all in all. Uh, I'm kind of not too upset that we're right above or still below 500, but at 32 and 33, things could certainly be a lot worse considering the pivotal injuries that we've had to sustain through the early part of the season. Um, you know, we held above our heads above water without Harper, and he's still kind of settling back in. He's He's... You know, his OPS is still, um, I think, right around 850 on base, right around um, 400. But the power is going to take some time to come back. Only has three home runs so far. But he, uh, he it's just a matter of time till he goes on, you know, a, a great stretch of home runs. And, you know, getting back to his, uh, his true self, which it should be above a 900, close to a 1,000 OPS moving forward. So... Things should be looking better as far as our lineups concerned. Um, Real Muto is the last few years traditionally been more of a second half player, so he's just still kind of settling in. Um, Trey Turner has had a really good month of June so far, so uh, it does seem seem like things are starting to turn in the right direction for him. Um, Alec Bohm at some point should uh, heat up again like he he was uh, the first two to three weeks of the season. He was playing really well. Um, and then, yes, Suarez has, has been uh, very stable, uh, more than, I should say, the last uh, two to three starts. So things are starting to turn in the right direction with the starting pitching, which I'll get to in just a moment. And um, bullpen is settling down nicely. Sir Anthony's been really solid for like, you know, a month and a half to two months now. Um, And then guys like uh, Junior Marte as well. So things are starting to settle down. It's nice to see as players are coming back from injury that, um, you know, they're moving in the right direction. So wanted to touch base on this uh awesome six game stretch or six win stretch six out of seven games um of start just dominant starting pitching started uh last sunday with suarez went seven innings and one earned run um followed by as i already talked about nola's uh no hit bid into the seventh um only gave up one hit no runs 12 strikeouts followed by Walker, who only gave up two hits in seven innings, no runs, and eight strikeouts, followed by Wheeler, who t- took the no-hitter into the eighth inning, um, only you know, ended up with one hit, uh, no earned runs, and eight strikeouts to one walk. Um, and then Suarez had another really good one Friday against the Dodgers, went six innings, only four hits, one run, and um, eight strikeouts, had a a really dominant inning, um, I believe it was the fifth, where he struck out the side against Betts, Freeman, and I think Muncie. 
Um, so looked really, really dominant in that inning. Um, it's great to see Suarez back and settling back into his former self. Um, and then Walker yesterday, rebound game after the tough game on Sunday or on Saturday. Uh, went five innings, was pretty upset to get pulled after the fifth inning. Um, could have went more. I think it was only at 83 pitches, but gave up only two hits and no ru- earned runs and five strikeouts. So in the six-game uh, winning stretch, their last six wins, six out of seven, the starting pitchers have accumulated 39.1 innings pitched only uh, or gave up 18 hits, only two earned runs in almost 40 innings pitched. Um, so that's just dominant. 44 strikeouts to 12 walks. Um, so well over a strikeout an inning. Um, yeah, in, in six starts, only two out of the six starts did a starter give up an earned run, um, and it was Suarez both times. In his 13 innings pitched, he gave up two earned runs. So Nola, Walker, Wheeler, and Walker again in four starts uh, gave up zero earned runs. So awesome stretch by the starting pitching. Couldn't have come at a better time of needing to kind of give the bullpen a little bit of, um, I shouldn't say a rest, but uh, just some time to kind of catch their feet as they were uh, looking at being overworked uh, due to a previous stretch of really poor starting pitching where we weren't getting deep into ball games. Um so hopefully that trend continues. Uh, Nola's start on Saturday was a little bit concerning. It was only one start against one of the better offenses in baseball. Um, but I'm more so worried about his tendency to give up home runs at this point. He um, He's among the lead leaders in starting pitching in terms of home runs allowed. I think he already has 14 this year. Um, but other than that, a lot of good things are happening. Um, right now we are doing the Strom slash Kovey uh, bullpen game every fifth time through the rotation. Um, so let's hope that we don't have to be subjected to Dylan Kovey much longer. Um, but he's he's pitched decent uh, in two out of his four games, I think. Um, so we'll see how that goes tonight against a really, really hot Arizona team. Um I also wanted to touch base on today's episode on some guys in the bullpen. I have noticed, and then I looked up, and the numbers have backed up my assumption that uh, Craig Kimbrell, who is someone um, I've talked about a lot that I'm, I'm, I don't have a whole lot of confidence in at this point of his career. Um, I very much wish the will the Phillies would have just re-signed uh, David Robertson to the same contract that they signed uh, Craig Kimbrell on but um nonetheless what i've been noticing is that he 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 does have zero blown saves he's nine for nine in save opportunities so far and um i've been noticing that he seems to be like one of those traditional closers that you could always tell guys in the past you know billy wagner and um just so many uh, closers throughout the years don't seem to have their same mentality when they're pitching in a situation that is not a save opportunity. Um, and that's something I've, I've that's definitely stood out to me with Kimbrell. He's been all in all really solid uh, when he's coming in to try to close out the ball game. Like I said, hasn't blown a single one. Still walks some guys, gives up hits, but um, has not 
been too shaky at all. Um, but when he does come in in opportunities that are not save opportunities, he is not the same guy at all. Uh, sometimes he gets hit all over the place, uh, walks a bunch of guys, has given up uh, five home runs at, at this point, which he's given up the same amount of home runs as Zach Wheeler in, I think I looked it up, it was like 51 less innings pitched. So way too many home runs for Kimbrell. But um, as far as the numbers backing up, what I was seeing with the uh, my eye test. So in 12 innings pitched in save opportunities, he has a 2.25 ERA. And in 11 innings pitched in non-save opportunities, he has an 8.18 ERA. So um, over three times more runs allowed in one less inning pitched in non-save opportunities. So um, I wasn't thrilled that Kimbrell was taking the majority of the ninth inning, but um, maybe that is where he is best served uh, with this team moving forward. He's just he's blown too many games when it's either been tied or the Phillies were down one or two runs at the eight just trying to stay in the game. Um, think back to that Dodgers game in L.A. when he gave up um, the walk-off home run to Muncie. Um yeah, he's just been getting crushed uh, when he's not in there to save. But when he when he is in there to try to close it out, he's one of the better uh, guys in baseball so far this year. Um, so kind of also sticking with the bullpen, we got Jose Alvarado back after missing. Um, I think he went down on May 7th and came back June 9th. So missed over a month, um, had two rehab appearances in AAA and AA. But he came back, uh, pitched really well on Friday night in spite of walking and um, having a few base runners, was able to get some big strikeouts. Um, but then did give up a, uh, a run as well as, I think, uh, Soto, Alvarado, and Sir Anthony all gave up one run on Sunday, but the Phillies were able to tack on, and it didn't really make much of a difference. Um, but he doesn't look the same as he did before he went down. Um which should just take some time. I'm not too concerned. He did have uh, zero walks before he went down to injury, and he, he does have three walks in his last two innings pitch now since he came back. So something I'm going to pay attention to is his command and whether or not he can um, refine it as, uh, as sharp as it was before he went down. Um, but overall, he was still, uh, like I said, able able to battle through the, the inning on um, – on Friday night, which was really big because it kept the game tied up at 4-4 to allow um, Schwarber to ultimately hit his walk-off in the ninth inning. So um, I'm not too concerned as of now. Like I said, it should just take some time after missing over a month of uh, facing major league batters to get back in the swing of it. Um, but, yeah, I'm just more going to pay attention to his command moving forward. Um a guy I wanted to really touch base on as well in the bullpen is Junior Marte, who uh, in the preseason uh, spring training preview episodes that I did uh, to start this podcast right before the season started, I was really big on him uh, potentially emerging as a key piece of this bullpen and um, just started off terribly versus Texas and the Yankees and got demoted and called up and Demoted again, ultimately. Um, I think he got demoted in the beginning of May, but since his recall up on May 20th, he has been just lights out. Um, 
in eight games, he's pitched uh, 7.2 innings, only gave up three hits and zero runs, and only two walks, which was something that was really um, causing a lot of issues for him in the beginning of the year. So Junior Marte has been emerged as a huge piece in these last um, three-week stretch, um, as well as Jeff Hoffman, who kind of they uh, round out the bottom half of the bullpen right now. So just wanted to touch base on how well Marte has been pitching and how big he could be moving forward if he can continue um, to keep his command at, at toe uh, moving forward and stay off the walks and uh, hasn't been striking out a lot, which is surprising considering how nasty some of his stuff is. But like I said, only three hits in eight games and no runs. So bullpen is looking good. Uh, starting pitching's looking good. Now we just need our offense to start coming around, um, which I believe it will. It's just a matter of time till some of our uh, key players, as I mentioned, as in Real Muto and Harper and Bohm, um, you know, Marsh has been playing well after a really tough stretch after his extremely hot start through the month of April into May. Um, so I think guys are going to start clicking. It's just another example of how much we miss Hoskins. I think if we have Hoskins, we're a few games above 500 right now. Maybe we're, uh, like 34 and, and 31, something like that. So we definitely miss his power right in the middle of the pack in terms of home runs hit so far this year. So we just need a little more power, but I think with Harper, um, settling back in after missing the first month and, or yeah, about month and a half, um, it should all start falling into place now that our overall pitching has been has been doing really well. Even with Brogdon and Bellotti in Triple A, um, they should uh, start to turn things around down there. And then we we have depth in the bullpen, which is something we haven't had in many years. So um, that is a nice feeling moving forward. Um, as far as some potential replacements, I would Josh Harrison has just been. Just a total dud of a signing so far by Dombrowski, um, which there hasn't been many of them, but he was brought in on to hopefully be a contributing u- infield utility man on a contending team, and he is just he has I think he has like one hit in the last um, like thirty six games or something like that. Um, so Josh Harrison has just been not been pulling his weight at all. I would like to see him get demoted. Um, and replace with Derek Hall. I would love to see what Hall can do against, um, particularly when we're going against right-handed starting pitching. Um, I know Clemens has done far, far better than I presume, so that has been huge, and his defense looks pretty solid. He had a really great defensive play. Um, I think it was Friday night, um, or might have actually been in the top of the ninth, yeah, I think on the top of the ninth versus Detroit on Thursday when he ended up hitting the walk-off, he also had a great play at first base that preserved um, just being down one run. So it is something to keep in mind. Uh, how much would we really be improving with Hall over Clemens since they're both lefties um, at first base? Because I presume Clemens is a much better defender and you can also potentially play him at other places on the infield as well. But I would like to see... Um, what the potential power of Derek Hall could add to this lineup um, at some point moving forward. And 
um, now that we got Christian Pache, who is rehabbing in AAA, his his bat has not been well at all, but we know what he offers on the defensive end um, for a potential day off to Marsh or late game replacement where we can put Pache in center and move Marsh to left um, creates a really strong um, outfield defense. Um, but Jake Cave has just been raking the ball since he got demoted to AAA as well. So do got some potential depth. Um, Dalton Guthrie has just not been performing uh, very well this year. So I, w- I would like to see Harrison and Guthrie both go down to AAA and replaced with Hall um, and Pache or Cave, one of the two. Um, so, yeah, I don't got too much else um, as far as today's episode. Just feeling pretty good, feeling pretty good about this team right now. Um like I said, like last year went twenty one and twenty nine. This year, um, twenty five and thirty two. But we battle right back, and within a game of five hundred, um, albeit with a tough four game series, like I said, in Arizona coming up. But um, it's one of the touch base on June Schwarber that everyone likes to say. So so far in June, he's he's batting a uh, he is above the Mendoza line, so that's nice. Uh, he's batting two eleven. Has eight hits in ten games. Does have four home runs. And like I said, the big walk-off home run as well as a, a big lead-off home run that ended up being the difference in the game, uh, one nothing. So does have two um, game-winning home runs if you want to look at it like that. Um, but definitely need a lot more from Schwarber in terms of uh, hitting for more solid contact, striking out less, and let's get some singles. You know, there's nothing wrong with some singles, and especially due to... Uh, the shift being eliminated. So June Schwarber, uh, not so much cutting it so far in, in my opinion. Um, however, on the opposite side, Trey Turner, as I mentioned, has been really turning it around, uh, in June. He's batting 317, 13 hits in 10 games and nine runs scored. Um, so, uh, he's traditionally a very streaky player. When he gets cold, he gets cold. And when he gets hot, he gets hot. So, uh, let's hope that moving forward, this is, the start of a nice long hot streak a hot stretch um for him um batting 317 but he's also uh his exit velocity has drastically uh gone up in the last uh, 10 to 15 games so things are starting to balance out for him in terms um of his babbit batting average on balls in play is going up and regressing more towards the mean because he was uh Although he was struggling and obviously swinging at terrible pitches outside the zone, which he is, um, what was it, on the uh, the comeback versus Detroit on Thursday night in the ninth inning when he walked. Um, he walked on a full count with Harper on second, and uh, it was a huge walk, and he walked on a pitch that he was swinging at time and time again throughout this season. So, um his timing's coming back, his eye is coming back a little bit, and uh, good luck is starting to swing in his favor as well in terms of his batting average and balls in play. So so that's exciting moving forward. Um, I expect uh, the offense to start heating up a little bit. I, I do. I, I am feeling like things are trending in the right direction, and I'm feeling better about this team than I think I have been all season. Um, even when we went 15-13, and 13, uh you know, and played the Astros really well in Houston. I I was feeling good then, but um, yeah, just showing a lot of resilience after getting seven games below 500. So, um, 
Just wanted to end the show on a uh, another iteration of future Phillies focus. Uh, today, I will shine the spotlight on Griff McGarry um, in Double A for Reading, along with Mick Abel. They have another potential future um, starter coming up to the big leagues. So far, he did, he missed a lot of time in the beginning due to injury. So he's only pitched in five games so far this year, um, and they've been pretty conservative with his innings and his pitches. So in five games, he's gone 17.2 innings, only uh, 11 hits, um, seven earned runs, but he has 22 strikeouts, so well over, um, I believe, 10 strikeouts, or right around 10 strikeouts per non-innings. Does have eight walks, so that's kind of his calling card of concern is his command dating back to his days at University of Virginia um, in the College World Series. He's he's always kind of struggled with command, which is why a lot of people believe his future might be in the bullpen, a potential closer type guy. Um, but uh, 22 strikeouts and opponents are only batting 172 against him. Um, so he's a guy that d- definitely has potential um, to make some starts for the Phillies this year um come july into august um we could be seeing griff mcgarry make some starts for the phillies so um i believe he is their third ranked uh or no i think fifth ranked prospect coming into this year um definitely has a future in the major leagues so um so that'll do it for future phillies focus um did want to mention again, I uh, did start a Twitter page for uh, Philly's Focus podcast. It is at Philly's Focus. If you could go give me a follow, I do do um, provide updates as well as uh, show updates and game updates and um, just random, random anecdotes and stats along the way. So again, that is at Philly's Focus. Um, as far as uh, moving forward this week, so we got tough four games against Arizona Monday through Thursday. Monday through Wednesday are late games, 9.40 starts here on the East Coast, followed by a Thursday late afternoon start at 3.40. Um, so tonight we got uh, Matt Strom starting it off. Um, expect to see my boy Dylan Covey going afterwards. Um, and uh, we're facing Tommy Henry, who's a lefty, so... I do expect the offense to start heating up. I'm not sure if I expect it tonight, but um, Tommy Henry doesn't seem to go too deep in the ball game, so hopefully we get uh, him out of there somewhat early. Um, tomorrow we got Zach Wheeler following his phenomenal start um, going against Zach Davies, a righty who also um, doesn't hasn't seemed to gone gone too deep in the ball game so far this year. And then um, Wednesday, we got Ranger Suarez versus Diamondbacks, um, almost co-ace. With Z- Thankfully, we don't have to face Zach Allen um, this series. So we lucked out with that. But Merrill Kelly has been almost just as good this year. He's 8-3 and three with a 2.92 ERA and 82 strikeouts. So Wednesday um, is going to be a good test uh, for the Phillies. And then we end the game on the late or end the series on the late afternoon start with Aaron Nola versus Ryan Nelson. Um, So I do believe I I really, really would love to go three and one. Um, That would put us at uh, 35 and 34. But I do believe we'll go two and two against Arizona. Um, which would not be bad. Arizona's tied with the Braves at 40 and 25. Really good young ball club. Um, 
So this will be a good test at this point um, after winning three straight series. So let's make it four in a row. And then we end uh, end the week with the three-game series in Oakland um, versus a really struggling Oakland team. However, they have won five in a row. They were 12-50, and 50, now they're 17-50, and 50, so they are getting hot, so hopefully they cool down by the time we go there because that is one that we, we absolutely need to take at least two out of three. Um, and then uh, that starts Friday night with another 9.40 start, followed by back-to-back uh, 4.07 start. So a, a late afternoon game on Sunday, which will be kind of nice um, to watch as the evening's coming to an end. Um, so I think we'll take two out of three. So uh, split against Arizona, two and two, two out of three versus Oakland, which would make it uh, a four and three week, which would put us back at uh, 500 at 36 and 36 um, heading into next week with some um, tough series against Atlanta and the Mets looming um, going into the next week. So that'll do it for today's episode of Philly's Focus Pod. Um As always, thank you so much for listening. Uh, Please give me a follow on Twitter, and I will will be back next week, hopefully um, after a solid week of games, to recap and talk about what we're looking at moving forward. So um, go Phillies, and you all take care. Thank you.